Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offered Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Summers. And I'm over here being me of Ian. <laughs> <laughs> just doing my thing in the corner. I'm born ready. Born ready. I'm just me over ah, here. That's fun. We could scrap that and try that again if you wanted to. Nah, send it. Fuck it. What's going on, everyone? Episode number 12. That's not a lucky number. No. For the record. That's a dozen episodes. One dozen. That's insane. I'm torn next week on lucky number 13 or a baker's dozen. Dun, dun, dun. Think about it. Tune in next week to find out. Sleep on it. I'll sleep on it for a day, <laughs> day or six. See how this weekend goes and then see how you feel about next week. Hell, episode. we might shut this fucker down. You never know. We might just fold the <laughs> The end. 12 was a good number. <laughs> bankrupt. 13 can't handle it. We're done. That's it. Oh boy! Send out everybody's swag packs and call it good. Yep, closed, closed for a bit. We'll hang a close sign on our front door. <laughs> Shit. Uh, anyway, we are hanging out here in the studio, just shooting the breeze a little bit. We've got a cool guest coming on our new partnership from uh, Crawler Off Road, and they're awesome. They're going to talk to us about their synthetic recovery gear and. Um, just kind of give us some backstory on how they got into it and, you know, more information about what they carry and what they plan to do in the coming year. So that's going to be cool. That's coming up. Got a list of questions. Oh yeah. That's good. Not really. I mean like, I'll call it four and a quarter. We'll call them bullet points. Four and a quarter bullet points. Topics. Yeah. Yeah. I like bullet points. It sounds cool. As you know, if you've listened to this episode or this podcast before, you know it's going to go off the rails anyway, so who really cares about those bullet points? Throw them in the garbage. Um, it looks like we had good <laughs> notes going into it, so we can go, well, we had good intentions. We had good intentions. It just went to shit and it had real fast. <laughs> it sounds good to me. If you guys like this episode and you like what you hear about crawleroffroad.com, go check them out, and you can use our discount code. We have a 10% discount code. It is Loki, L-O-W-K-E-E. And that's our sponsorship for the program. That's all you get. What'd you do this week? Um, Liar. So I'm I'm upset. So what happened? I <laughs> okay. posted. Yes, a, I think I've, I've, I. You mentioned the, something about a rant, and then you just stopped at that. That's another upset. I'm two oh. X upset. Oh. So <laughs> I cleaned the garage. Okay. So I rolled the buggy outside. Yes. Cleaned the garage up. Figured out, man. I haven't dumped the slide for my. Uh, carbide chop saw uh-huh. in like a week or two. Oh, eh, probably about two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I pull it out. It is like I have. It is so packed with metal shavings. It was ridiculous. <laughs> like it was. I had to like scrape the metal shavings. How did those out. even get in there? It was insane. Really? So I pull the drawer out, mm-hmm. clean all that shit out, put this thing back together. I blow it off. Like this thing has never been cleaned up so nice in its life. I got to use the fucking thing yesterday, and it breaks us there's like a screw that holds a little guard that comes up no it broke and i was like <laughs> fucking piece of shit i treat you like garbage <laughs> and you work fine i clean it one probably the first time i really like blew it off and cleaned it usually i just kind of shake it uh-huh. literally blew it off with air got the air hose on all this crap and it broke a screw so i'm down a chop saw seriously over like a 24 cent screw yeah oh my that's what you get for buying the commercial grade oh, chop man. saw. You should just bought like a home style, yeah, like hobbyist chop saw, and I then it doesn't have a blade guard to break. It yeah. doesn't have a blade guard, yeah, and exactly. then on top of that, like when you cleaned it, it would have appreciated, it and not been yeah. like, no, that's not how this works. Mad. I was like, use the <laughs> shit out of me. I was. Uh, I'm actually going to order a blade for it. I 
I've probably put a couple hundred, and I mean probably three or four hundred feet of tube through that thing. Through that thing. Okay. It's, Is it dull? Uh, yeah. It's really? missing a couple teeth. Oh, wow. Um, it's starting to spark a little bit when it cuts, um, which they're not supposed to do. Yep. But, I mean, no shit, a couple hundred feet of tube through that thing. And, yeah, she's been a boss. It's a trade, I think it's trade Jan, key mm-hmm. 1400. So I already got an email sent out. They'll probably ship me a screw this week. But a screw. One screw. Hold it's a little progress. shouldered screw because it goes into uh, this metal. But everything inside that thing is actually the first time I've taken this all apart. Mm-hmm. It's all metal inside of it. That's nice. It's not plastic, all right. which is nice. You can't just take the guard off there and throw it aside? You can, oh, okay. but... I mean, you want the screw and you want the yeah, guard, but I mean, I've to also get, got to get like, back to progress. I don't know. I could use a sawzall, a porta band, right. uh, chop saw. Uh, like, I got all, I got another option. Yeah. It's not holding me up by any means. It's just no, annoying because I posted on Instagram. I was like, this thing is a fucking badass. And then I swear to God, the next time I go to use it, that later that afternoon, it was fucked. Cleaned That's my first rant. Cleaned it up. Yeah, I cleaned took it. Your I treated it nice. I took, took it to dinner photo. and took my gram photos and it fucked. shit on you. Yeah. <laughs> piece of shit whatever i love it my second rant for the day mm. we're gonna do a new section called back to Ian's back. rants okay of the let, me, day. let me write that in my notes yeah jot that one down jot a couple bullet points uh <laughs> so this leads let me get to where we're going with this second rant so i got the floor the firewall i cut out i had the firewall done on the driver's side I cut it all out because I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in it. I I have found that that's one of the best things you can do, at least in my opinion, when you're building a, a complete like interior, I guess, for lack of better terms. Um, I just sat in it. I got a TV in the shop. It's heated. Mm-hmm. So I literally just sit in it. And you just start going, man, I just, this pedal, the pedals are just too close. Mm-hmm. To really kind of stretch out. I'm thinking like a nice long day, a couple hours in the seat, trail riding. You're not getting out, in and out, in and out, Mm -hmm. just going. And I'm like, man, I sit in this thing for about an hour. And you're like, man, I'd really like to stretch my legs out just a little bit more. I'm like 6'1", 6'2", whatever. But um, so I'm like, I just want just a little bit more leg room. I'm like, so then you start thinking, you're like, dude, the brake pedal, the throttle pedal, the steering column, like everything has to get moved back if that firewall gets moved back. Oh. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, but you know what I've learned from past episodes of the podcast? The listener peoples will know, do shit right the first time, yes. and you won't want to redo it. So I said, you know what? As much of a pain in the ass it is, I was like, I don't give a shit. I cut that shit out, and I started So is over. that... Is that what you did a couple weeks ago? You cut it all out? No, I just cut it out literally Thursday Again? or Friday. Thursday night. Wow. Thursday night. Instead of hanging out with the dudes, I issues. literally went to the garage and I cut that shit out of the driver's side. Wow. And it's all redone. Is it wonderful? Yep. Nice. I cannot touch the back of the firewall with my legs or with my really? feet now. Like yep. sitting in the chair, you can't touch yep. it? Wow. And you still got enough room in the engine compartment? Yep. Did that free up your, did that fix your, No. That did not fix your pedal problem. Oh, that's another issue, but it's not really an issue. It's just me being whiny. Okay. That's not a rant. That's like me being whiny. Okay. We can talk about that, and that's another bullet point, yeah, well, too. It's, it's in the, but it's anyway, in the new. so that's my thing. So I cut that shit all out. Now it's all going to actually have a couple different angles to it, so I think it'll look a little cooler rather than just being flat. Right. Uh, the passenger floors, everything's all framed up. Everything's done. Uh, center console's kind of half started, but it's not really a... 
like top priority, I guess. So now my plan is I'm going to pull the cab off and I'm going to finish out the interior. But the nice thing I'm going to be able to do with that, I'm going to skin the front of the firewall and the back of the firewall, Mm -hmm. like the cab side. I was only going to do the inside because I'm like, I don't give a shit what the firewall looks like. Hey, if you're going to do it, might as well do it right. Right. So I'm going to skin both sides of it, make it look real nice. If you guys are new to the podcast, Ian's talking about his 98? 96. I had to 96. look it up the other day. It's, it's a, a 96 GMC cab. Okay, it's a 96 GMC Sonoma extended cab. Yep. Two buggy. Boogay. Dime piece buggy, 14 bolts included. Stickies, LS. Sorry. Atlas. Derek, Derek, called, or Derek shouted me out, or not shouted me out, but sent me a message. He's like, you guys should do a little bit more like when you t- switch topics, you should tell the newer listeners because well, people that are new, I was like, oh, that does make sense. If they would be so inclined, go back and listen to one episode two. one and two. But mostly two because Ian's episode number one is way ahead of my number two. That's because people listen to one and go, fuck that guy. And they they just quit. They just go home. They're like, yeah, fuck the total off-road podcast. I don't want to listen to that shit. Um, But yeah, it's a... It might be a little more rougher than these uh, ones, but hey. Hey, we start... You got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Um, They're still getting downloads. Yeah. They're making the digits. But uh, yeah, it's it's a... About the only thing left on it is the doors. The fenders have been stretched. The hood's been cut to shit. Um, the cab roof and the back of the wall and like the extended cab mm-hmm. side. That's about it. It's all the normal. Floor's yeah. gone. Firewall's gone. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's my problem is I'm using that S10 pedal assembly, um, just because it's real nice, compact, and I have it. But my problem is the the linkage from like the pivot point. If you picture the throttle pedal has like that center pivot point, then it has the the long. I'm gonna call it a dingus, but whatever the dingus. long like thing that sticks up on the top that your cable is hooked to, right. yeah, that's too part. tall. So, um, but it's that some they they bend that shit at weird angles, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what does that really matter? I don't know if that makes any difference other than the relation between where it's at at the pivot and where it's at at the cable attachment. As long yeah. as those two are in the same location, I don't think the rest Shouldn't of it really would matter. matter. Yeah. Yep. So I need to cut that down and move that and bindle it, make a little sheet metal bracket on the back to hold my throttle pedal because my firewall's a little farther back in that center section. Mm-hmm. So I just need to do a little work, but I was honestly surprised that nobody sells a standalone LS throttle pedal assembly. They do. It comes with wires. Yeah. But everything <laughs> else... Everything else for drive-by cable is just like, here's your pedal assembly. And I'm like, right. yeah, but nobody makes like a mount mm-hmm. that like, and I know that's the the bitch out, like bought, not built way to do it, you but want, whatever. But I just want wanted to put visual mount. on it. You want a, you want a pedal mount that has a cable attachment point. Like the, yeah, the cable actually comes through the firewall, attaches to the mount yep. and then it mounts it to the, and yeah. then the actual cable, like the, okay, the sheathing of the cable mounts to the pedal bracket yeah. and then the pedal itself. Attaches yeah. to the cable. Yep. You can buy a pedal, like a yeah. low-car pedal all day long. You can right. buy all kinds of that but shit. Buy but you can't buy like a standalone, like I call it a standalone, right. but like a standalone Because they assume that Because the, they assume that the sheath of the cable is going to the firewall. It's going to attach the firewall. Dude, when I when but that had the... you can't because you're too close? Too far. It kind of goes to a point. Yeah. So on the S10, when I put the LS in the S10, like Uh I know bullshit, it literally clips in. It's the same clip that the S10 uses with the Vortec engine. It, the, the end of the throttle pedal hooks onto the pedal is the same. Like it's literally like OEM. How far are you missing it by? So if you were to about two or three inches. Okay. So if you're to attach the sheath into the firewall, the cable is two to three inches from attaching to the pedal. Yeah. 
Hmm. So you either need to buy an aftermarket cable, which is like sixty dollars, or, or modify the pedal. Modify the pedal which I think is modifying free. the pedal be easy. Yeah. Well, I got to cut it shorter anyway to fit. So yeah. I just can't. I just wanted to look at one and see, like, put my eyes on it because yeah. it's seeing is believing kind of shit. But whatever. The good news is, is that something that's like that you need to do. <clears throat> excuse me. Is that something you need to do like right now, or can nope. you do that once we get making motor noises? Yep. See, because that'd be handy. Well, I guess you don't need to make motor noises. You just need another throttle blade movement. Throttle blade movement. So you don't need motor noises. Yep. But, Hmm. yeah, the cab's coming off. Need some extra eyes on it is what you need. That's probably my problem. Yep. Like, I've been staring at this for eight hours, and it looks all the same. Yep. Um, I'm going to pull the cab off tomorrow. So that, because I'm pulling the cab off, pulling the chassis out, putting the cab down on some jack stands, going to do a shitload, because I'm the entire dash, firewall, floor, everything is going to be seamless one piece, except for the center removable trans tunnel Mm -hmm. console mount, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's all going to be welded on all the corners and then ground smooth and painted. It's going to be smooth as shit. But it's going to come out real nice. You're going to do all that Monday night? Well, yeah, I'm going to get the cab off Monday night. <laughs> yeah, by all. You mean off, yeah. So what are you going to do? You roll out in the driveway? Forklift. Off. Oh. Done. Where's the forklift? You're i got to rent one of those from nice. work. Or free 99. For free 99. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But yeah, then I'm going to lift that. Work, work. Do all the sheet metal work because... Dun, dun, dun. Then... That's going to go out to blasting if mm-hmm. I can get one of the fucking blast companies to call me back. Like, I don't know how much simpler I can make that I have a fucking S10 cab mm-hmm. that has no glass, no interior panels, nothing. I'm going to drop this shit off to you. I want it blasted and I'm going to call me and pick it up. Hell, I'll sit there and wait for you. I don't care. Is this rant number two? Yeah. This <laughs> is what annoys me. This is like, I called three companies, mm-hmm. not one Company answered the fucking phone. Okay. One of them, I left a voicemail. The other two just rang and rang and rang. And this is like on a fucking Tuesday or some shit. Not a, you should answer the fucking phone for your business. Yeah. Um, the one called me back like a week later and said, oh, I was out of town for business. Um, call such and such guy. He'll get you taken care of. And I'm like, um, go fuck yourself. Like, No. I'm not calling the other Answer guy. the damn phone if you're on business. I'm trying to call you and give me your... I'm trying to give you my money mm-hmm. to do your job. Right. So what the hell? So you call your guy. You give him You call number. your guy. I give him and you. he calls me. <laughs> he like, how the me, fuck yeah. is business? So I'm like, fuck that. I'm annoyed. Uh, the other one, I called again because it's closer. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, uh... It was like the longest, most awkward, <laughs> like... I. Hello, I just like do I don't do think this for no, a like, what the hell. <laughs> so, and this is like I know for a fact this is not a dude doing this on the side or any of that mm-hmm. kind of shit. This is a brick and mortar business store that also does mobile dustless blasting, but they do it yeah. at their shop. They have a shop with like multiple employees. Blah 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 blah. So I know for a fact this is not like a dude doing this on the weekends and trying to make ends meet and extra side gig. Cause I can work with people like that. Wow. This is not that. No. So she has no fucking clue what I'm talking about. I'm like, this is a literally a fucking S 10 cab. They look the same for like 15 years. It is a Google it. fucking cab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't have a fucking floor. I don't need the floor done. Cause it doesn't have one. Mm-hmm. The firewall. I don't give a shit. Cause it's all brand new metal. 
I literally need the the Shell. fucking roof and the quarters. Like, yep. I don't give a shit. Just spray it. Roof quarters and doors. Can you send me pictures? I'm like, oh, for the love of Christ. Yes. Like, yeah, I can. Yep. So I send her these pictures. Nothing. And that was probably two months ago. Whoa. Remember when we started first talking about painting the cab and all this? I, maybe it wasn't a month and a half, month. I don't know. Yeah. Nothing. Like ghosted. Hmm. So what do you do? You call them back. I'm like, did you get my pictures of my stock S10 cab that's missing <laughs> everything? Oh, it's already stripped. I'm not like being that asshole trying to yeah. bring you. Oh, oh, you wanted me to take the headliner out before you? Blow? Well, no, no shit. But like, yeah, it's empty. So well, the outside, get the spray paint. Jesus. Off. Yeah, that's all I want. I just want to knock the spray can off and then I'm going to have it. I'm going to, I've already determined that I'm not going to have somebody else paint it. I'm going to fucking paint it myself and it's going to be what it is. This is great. But it's just like, for the love of shit, mm-hmm. take my money. Get to work. Nobody wants my money. Wow. Well, I got a guy that does dust and splashing that I think I know. So we'll get together with him and see if he can get you a better quote or even I haven't even got a phone call. Don't even know what it costs anyway. So whatever (laughs) it is, that's the worst part. I have no idea if this is going to cost a couple hundred bucks or like two thousand dollars. Yeah. I don't if know. If you guys know what Dustin's blessing costs, hit Ian. Let up. me know. Fuck, if I yeah. bring it to somebody, at least eat lunch somewhere. Good. <laughs> Good Lord. We're in Florida. Be right there. I don't care. At least somebody <laughs> call me back over it. But yeah, I just like, because I don't know what it's going to cost $1,000. I'm not going to do it. So I'm going to have right. to figure something out. I'm going to buy a sandblaster or some shit from somebody. But every time I start looking at sandblasters, everybody's like, yeah, they fucking suck. Yes. No matter how much you spend $1,000 on a sandblaster, junk. You spend $24 at Harbor Freight on a sandblaster, junk. same level of fuck. <laughs> like, I, so like I have no desire to own a sandblaster. I have never really needed one before. I will figure it out mm-hmm. some other way. But, like, I literally just want the outside of this You would strip. think that a local rental company would own a sandblaster. Oh, so about that. We were looking up. They do a, <laughs> um, what the fuck was it? Dry yeah. ice uh-huh. blaster. Yep. Yeah, it's like fucking $80,000 machine. Yeah. Oh, you were looking to buy one. No, yeah. Well, that's the retail like like, cost or whatever. No, we rent them. Oh, you do. But we got like three in the whole fucking company, like this nationwide mm. company. And we and all none of three of those. No. And then my boss is like, yeah, no, we're not bringing one of those in so you can take it home and break it. And I'm like, oh, okay, touche. What a dick. Yeah. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Rightfully so. So I don't know. All I want to do is just get it blasted. I wonder how much that would cost. Where do you get the dry ice for that? I don't know. I've never actually bought Does dry it. Does it come ice. with it when you no. or like bring it? That's a consumable air quotes, finger quotes of consumable. consumable. You're going to need to get that yourself. I wouldn't even know where to tell you to buy it from. I don't even know. Yeah. Not, not locally here. Not, no you know, clue. it's not really the big thing in this area. But yeah, they, so basically it evaporates. We were watching a YouTube yeah. video on it. It's dope. Cool. It's very oh, yeah. environmentally friendly. Yep. Which is cool. I watched, uh, or we saw one at Fabtech. A guy was selling one, and he had, uh, they covered the entire side of a Harley hmm. in spray foam of oh, some sort. God. Some sort of like plastic spray foam. Like that shit they pack. You know, like, you know what I'm talking about? That it's like expandable that. packing foam no, crap. No, way worse than that. This is, this is more like a plastic coating almost. Oh. But it was big like spray foam. Yep. And then they took the dry ice and they they dry ice oh, yeah. all, their, all of it, everything. The paint, the seats, all of it, and it was good. Huh. I was like, whoa. Yeah, and then it just the evaporates, chrome, and you're left the with chrome, the contaminants yeah. or the paint or whatever you yep. to clean up. Whatever but. you clean off, yeah. And I don't know if there's different levels of it or how they how that works, but whatever it is, they drip, they blast it right off the chrome exhaust, and the chrome mm-hmm. is also still like minty fresh. I'm, it's not that abrasive. Yeah, it's not. I yeah. mean, you think of like sandblasting material, 
media. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the like Black Betty or the shit with the walnut yeah. cells. I mean, that's going to be abrasive, but I can't imagine dry ice. Is that abrasive? I think it probably just like like hits and it like dents the dry ice. Yep. Yep. Which is dope. So cool. that's my rant. Sweet. That's, that's, that's what you did this week. But I uh, hopefully, we'll, I got a little bit of sheet metal work, but the problem is I'm getting really close to needing that blasted and back ASAP. Do you get my videos up on YouTube that I am working on? Uh, if I say yes, yes, will you call you me out for lying? Better, you better get them up there before <laughs> this comes out. I forgot twice. Oh my you God. did remind me, and I forgot. Before twice. I leave tonight, I'll make sure you put them up. Put, I'll put it up. up. I gotta put the podcast up. Everybody always calls me out for putting the YouTube up like a. Last daily. week was my fault. Well, at least you, that was a for dick. the record. For the record, last week was my fault. I, I didn't catch it though, so touche on. I can't make you one hundred percent responsible. Yeah, I uploaded it. To, uh, I uploaded to Google Drive to send to Ian, and then forgot to share it to him. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't be like, dude, you didn't give me the file. So yeah, Touché. somebody else called out. Like, yeah. I wish I wish the new episode was up. I was like, uh. <coughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah, we're fucking unpaid professionals. Did you change the background on that? Yeah, I changed, since we've been sitting here, changed it to the right logo. Really? Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, I had the wrong <laughs> logo up there the whole time. Yep. Next week's going to be on the videos because we're going to do the live. Let's see. I don't have a calendar in front of me, but I think nope. next week is going to be the yes. drawing for the pint glasses. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of swag stuff, uh, the swag packs end on the 8th. We're doing a cup giveaway tomorrow, which is technically yesterday. Which is uh, the uh, second? Yes. Second. Yesterday. The second, which is yesterday. Which is yesterday. In podcast world. Copy. Technically tomorrow in real world. See. Technically, yeah. God, it's only nine o'clock. Indubitably. Nine thirty. Doing this for six hours. We've been here for a minute. We got a lot of business stuff taken care of though. It's all good. Yep. Um, so yeah, cup giveaway is yesterday in podcast land. Or I really feel bad for the people who listen to this shit on like a Friday. And I'm like, yeah, it was five days ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's on Monday, the whatever. second. Yeah, it's on the second. Just use the dates and the days. Um, it's fine. The giveaway or the swag packs end on the 8th. We'll do the pint glass drawing live on the podcast with video. We're going to start videoing our podcast too for YouTube. Yep. Unedited video. Possibly. Dun, dun, dun. Edited my new. Well, thing. yeah, edited to take and out a sound, few and then the beep, buttery, beep. smooth sound of my voice dun, dun, dubbed dun. over top of video. Um, I did things on Loki this week. You know, what did you do? I got, uh, I got. Okay, did you see what I did this? week? I got blank stuff because I wrote down a product name that would remind me of it, but I don't want to say the product name because it's not what you used. Uh-oh. I wrote down Dynamat stuff. Negative. Because I know, but I know you didn't it's use Dynamat, but Dynamat it was stuff. Uh, it was a shorter, <laughs> it was a shorter word than kill soundproof man. deadening whatever. I couldn't remember the Shoot, name. Dynamat of it. was shorter than kill. Yeah. kill well, Matt. I didn't know what the name was, so I was going to write soundproofing <laughs> stuff, and I'm like, that's too much word, so I wrote so Dynamat. I bought 36 square feet of Killmat off of Amazon. The shit looked legit. 57 Yep, I got and questions about it's it. It's 80 though. mil. I don't know what that means. Thick thickness, yeah. Okay. They're fifty. They sell fifty mil and eighty mil that I saw on Amazon. I was just looking for something cheap. I didn't need like over the top quality. Somebody on on uh, Instagram was like, uh, "If you're or no, it was on TikTok. If you're using that for uh, audio, make sure you put another layer of deadening of the actual sound mat, which is like way thicker yet, and it's a different foam. Huh. It's actually a foam. He's like, make sure you put that over top of it. I was like, well, I'm not. So what is keep- the media that you used? Like tar. 
I guess. I would so it's up. not going to get fucked up with water then. No. So not here's here's what my mind goes with because I have a question about this, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to answer We're it. Find hopefully. out. So my mind, when you say sound deadening, goes yeah. back to like OEM style because I've never done any of this aftermarket stuff on yeah. any vehicle. I go back to that shit inside the Door like panel? your carpet. You talking about like the foam? Yes. Like not the foam. That shit that like the thing gets, that mice take out and make a bed out yep, of. It's, that it's, like it's not a thing. Matting. Yes. Okay. And which is great. That stuff. Works yeah, it works amazing. great. It just holds water and doesn't yes. work with. No, shit this is like road. this is eighty mil, so it's okay. I don't know. What's that? Three sixteen inch. Eight. Three sixteen okay. max. I don't know. Eighth of an inch probably. Okay. Um, and it is like tar. It's literally it like a rubber. Like rubber. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And it's sticky. So here, let me and ask you, you this. And once you stick it down, it don't come back up. Okay. So this is what I want to do with it. I want mm-hmm. to put some of this on my floor. Yep. That's what I did. Can I put it underneath my cab and not have it get fucked up by water and on shit? On the underside? Yeah. I have no idea. Because here's my thing. I'm not putting anything on top of it. So I don't want to put it down on the top side because I don't want it to get fucked up and all that when you're getting in and out and throwing shit in and oh. out of the cab. You see what I'm saying? So I would yes. like to put something under the cab floor and like on the I front side no of the idea. firewall for fifty seven ninety nine for 36 square feet, which will do your entire cab. But if it's rubber, it it's shouldn't like get tarped up. It shouldn't. It will last you a little while. Like I was saying, if for fifty seven ninety nine for 36 square feet, you just order it and throw it on there. Yeah. Find out. Because I was thinking, I was like, man, that would be kind of nice. I'm going to run my exhaust it's right like, under the cab. It's essentially like putting undercoating, I guess I would say. But thicker. But thicker. Yeah. And it has aluminum backing on it. So that's what I was going to ask you if you thought it would be fine for under the truck. I have no idea. Okay. But we're going to find out before you have an opportunity to do that. Yeah. We're going to find out just how well it works with water. I'm interested to try it. So, because I've never done any of that. So I just go to that matted shit that I did the entire hatch. It looks clean. Here, I I mentioned Loki again and I didn't tell the new listeners what it is. My 95 Cherokee with a facelift. That's what you need to know. Check it out on, on the Instagrams. It's and pretty dope. Hopefully on YouTube when this guy gets around to. I'll get it. Post my video. I, <laughs> I said that when I fingers uh, crossed. I started playing with some video editing this week, and I edited video of me out in the garage working on Loki, and I was grooving the tires. So I took a. It's about a six minute video, just kind of a show you the tool I was using, the technique I was using, why I did that. I think I explained some of why yeah, I did it. Yeah, a little it. bit. And. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of a quick little I'm getting into video editing, trying to figure out um, how that works. I think it's going to work badass. You think so? Not the video editing, but, oh. well, not not the video editing, the tire grooving. Yes. That's what I meant. I didn't well, mean your video editing is going to suck the, ass in the other video, fail, but. In the other video that I sent you, you have still haven't uploaded, the burnout was fine. Oh, yeah, it looked good. <laughs> um, but no, the tire grooving, I yeah. think that's going to work really well. It worked good. really well on my 33s, Yep. so it should work really well on the 38s, I think. So we'll find out this weekend. This weekend. Bet. Check it out. Yep. So yeah, I did uh, I did the kill mat and the hatch, and then I also did carpet over Yeah, it that. looks clean as shit. Super clean. I opened the hatch today and looked inside. I was like, oh, it's so pretty, and it smells so wonderful in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like glue and paint. Perfect. It smells amazing. Makes, nah, now we see why you thought you were so happy. You're like, this is great. Dude's uh, yeah. high on paint and <laughs> glue fumes. This thing is great. It's like nah, it looks good, though. I think it's going to be nice. Yep. Definitely going to keep some heat out, some sound down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be I nice. I did all the floor pans. I did a little bit on, on all the floor pans, too, so to keep them, keep some rattles down, I hope. Yeah. And I still have mat left over. 
Perfect. Yep. Um, you know what you should do with that? What should I do with Product that? testing. Ooh, um, oh. Clean a spot underneath the thing and fucking <laughs> stick some on there. Hey, fuck it. Let's see what happens. Not uh, if idea. it's rubberish, I can't imagine it that it's a problem. Yeah. I might consider that on the driver's side. I'll that's look into it. It's fine. You just stick a little chunk on there. It. Oh, just a little, just a little yeah, square. Yeah, just ain't gonna be a lot. I've got some square, some leftover stuff laying around. Or on like the firewall where your tires gonna kick up the mud and water and shit. <laughs> just I just lay care. it right over top of the nastiness that's no, on there. No, I would clean it first. Yeah, but I want to see. I I want to see. I'm interested. <laughs> the people want to know, man. Cool. Right on. That's all I got. Low you key. Wanna- L-O-W-K-E. You want to get into our Check guest of the day? Yep, let's call him up. Cool. We're going to call up Crawler Off-Road, the owners Rick and Fred, and they're in Waterford, Michigan. Yep, we got the two of them, both of them, yep. business partners together. All right, dial up their number. Let's call them up. Get out. Yes. Okay. We're not going to answer. Wow, what if, <laughs> what if they think we're spamming them? Spamming them. Hello. Hey, is this Rick from Crawler Off-Road? It is. Or is it Fred? As well, yes. Oh, we got a two-for-one. <laughs> yes. We're winning. We are getting double. What's going on, guys? Uh, not much. Yeah. You're not doing any rope stuff tonight? No, no. Just, uh, just set, set the night aside for uh, for you guys and uh, and some good bourbon. Ooh, I like where this is going. I like how we came first <laughs> over the bourbon. I feel like I have to put the bourbon, whatever it is, over us, though. Yeah. I uh, hope it- well, we started drinking before you guys, but we'll give you the better. Okay, that, that'll work for us. We'll take it. Yeah, that'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, so we want to call you guys up and talk to you about your uh, synthetic rope line and your recovery gear that you guys are selling. Um and just kind of pick your brains about that and, you know, find out what got you guys into this. Like, how did you guys get into synthetic recovery? Um, well, honestly, the, uh, the opportunity, well, all right. So we've been wheeling for years and we've been, um, we, we've wheeled together for years. We worked side by side for years. Uh, in our nine to five jobs. And we've, we kind of always talked about opening a shop. Um, you know, that, that big dream of opening your own shop and, and being your own boss. And, and, um, then the opportunity to buy crawler off road came by. And so I kind of just tossed it up as almost like a, like a, Hey, let's like a joke. Like, Hey, let's go buy a company. And then, Fred was like, that's actually not a horrible idea. And we kind of sat down and talked about it and really thought it out and, and made the decision to, uh, to buy the company from the current owner and our previous owner. And, uh, that's, that's kind of how we came into it. And, um, then we've spent the last year, year and a half trying to sort of revamp it, make it our own. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you cracking up over there hey how much bourbon have you guys had already okay i think you guys are like at least a, a finger up on us <laughs> yeah i think we should have started drinking too he's just really bad at math really? so it's actually been a year it's been just just under a year just under a year since you guys bought the company that's awesome yep so you guys are getting things done you guys are starting to make a make a little bit of a name 
How long is the how long has the name been around Crawler Off Road? How long did the previous owner have it? I don't actually know. Yeah, I don't. I don't actually know. He yeah. um, so, at least a few years. So the okay. the previous owner was the kind of guy that he owned about six different companies. Yeah. Because he didn't, he couldn't stand the the, the standard nine to five deal. So yep. he would sort of just start a company and and sell or do or make or whatever he could. And and um, truthfully, the, the company was a way for him to run off his jeep so he could go wheeling. Genius. And, um, Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> but he was always real localized. Uh-huh. Not gonna lie, that's what made it buy it. Yeah. Yep. Small. So, and we we have grander vision. What is your favorite thing you offer? Do you have a favorite thing you offer? I would say kinetic loops to me are the favorite thing. What about you? your favorite? Yeah. 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 yeah Winstein, I mean you know, a synthetic winch line is absolutely a better, a better, safer option than a steel line, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. But a but a winch line is kind of a winch line, right? I mean, they're, you know, we we we've got cool colors, but a winch line is a winch line. As far as a kinetic strap versus a uh, what a, a toe strap, mm-hmm. or oh, um, chain, it, or it, whatever. Somebody yeah, else don't even say the word chain. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna gonna bring up chain because, as far as I'm concerned, that's just that's just horrible. Oh yeah, but, from a safety okay, standpoint, I, I wish I we would, could. I wish we could get kinetic ropes to be as cheap as chains so that everybody would start using yeah. them. But yeah, the that's material cost is comp- yeah. is way higher. But they're a much nicer quality product and so much safer. Yeah. They are. Yep. Yeah. yeah. When I started wheeling, we we used toe straps, flat straps, mm-hmm. so to speak, yep. and, and they work. You know, but. But the the I started using a kinetic rope. Oh man, it's yeah. night and day. Yeah, you know, you go out and you get you get somebody stuck, and you're trying to jerk them out with the same weight vehicle, and you give them a real good hard yeah. jerk with a flat strap, and you got to go oh, see the dentist yeah. the next day. We, that's what we used to do when we started. <laughs> we started, of course, with full sizes because we're special, right? Um, dude, you're I mean, for sure. yeah. <laughs> We would, uh, it'd be like 30 foot recovery. Well, I don't even want to call it. I want to call it a toe strap call it what it is. And yeah. man, you would just back the bumper up and you just let her eat. Her, of course yeah. you were dumb and didn't know better, but boy, it hurt. Like, no thanks. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> It'll get yeah, you out and stuck. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mind? Not completely unconscious. Bounce the head off the steering wheel. Oh, man. Wow. I've never heard of that. Ha- I'm sure it happens, obviously, but yeah. I've never heard of that. That's insane. He, he wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The truck was completely, it was my truck. It was completely axled out. Uh, my ag tires were completely axled out. And um, another truck with a 540 big block backed up to about five feet off the bumper <laughs> and stood on it. Yes. At the end of that 30 feet, about 30 <laughs> mile an hour. Oh, yeah. I can't believe that oh, yeah. strap held up. Wow. It was violent. Bent the leaf spring, blew a bead, two beads. Holy and bounced it off the steering wheel and popped. They actually popped <laughs> the coil wire right off the coil. Huh. And he wow. took himself a little nap. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> So that is probably a good segue to start kind of that's one of the topics that we had discussed about talking about. And uh, I mean, you know, we sit here and kind of kind of joke about it now. But I mean, honestly, there's probably people out there that don't know, um, you know, first thing you do when you buy a four wheel drive pickup or a Jeep is run out and buy a 30 foot toe strap. And it's like it's really not the ideal product for that. And I don't know if you guys want to elaborate a little bit more on why that kinetic strap is such a better option versus that flat toe strap. Yeah, absolutely. 
I mean, for instance, just for, for sheer facts, if we're going to start with that, uh, a toe strap, as we're going to refer to it, a flat strap, generally has anywhere from 5 to 10% stretch um, with no kinetic properties. Just simply the webbing will stretch 5 to 10% over its length. And again, that's going to obviously vary depending on the length of the strap. But a kinetic rope is going to have a 30% stretch with with kinetic material in the rope. So same, same principle earlier, same vehicle weight on same vehicle weight, you're going to feel a, basically a 30% decrease in the hit, so to speak, um, at the end of that strap. So in that aspect, it's safer. Um, it's more effective based on that same 30% stretch and the fact that if you were to use a lighter weight vehicle, you could theoretically, 30% lighter vehicle could hit with essentially the same force as the same weight vehicle. Hmm. Um, never never thought of that. Less effort. can actually get some speed behind the vehicle pulling you out. Yep. It has some momentum and kinetic energy behind it as opposed to a flash strap that as soon as it hits, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So toe straps have their place. I mean, if you're, you know, if you got to literally toe something yep. or, or a <laughs> winch extension, if you want to mm-hmm. use it as a winch extension where you didn't really need the stretch, you know, absolutely. I mean, I do still carry a flat strap in my rig, but it's primarily there for essentially a big tree saver or a long tree saver. My or winch extension, if you want to call it that. Mine always gets me back to the trailer via somebody else's vehicle. <laughs> that's what that's what those are good for. The only the only thing I will say is is use a kinetic strap the next time you get in towed, and you'll be amazed at how soft and smooth the ride is. Well, it's oh, just so one. Of, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but yeah. So you can tow with a kinetic strap, mm-hmm. also. I guess we towed Dexter yeah, back with his yeah. with his kinetic rope. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we actually have a picture of the samurai getting towed behind the CJ on <laughs> island by Strange. a strip. Uh, it's not actually <laughs> broken. It's just product testing, is it's what that <laughs> picture is. Yeah. Uh, right on. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody couldn't keep track of his fuel. Been, been oh, yeah. there before, also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've not. I've so, never run out of fuel, but then again, I'm running a stock tank. So yeah, I've done it a couple. Easy. Man, I was on the phone with my engine tuner one time, chewing his ass because it was like, "News thing just ran fine yesterday. Doesn't run with the shit. Won't start." Blah blah blah. Yeah, it was out of fuel. Wow. Yeah, Did was, you see that crew? Yeah. <laughs> I had to apologize. Yep. <laughs> At least you were nice enough to apologize. Yeah, it's a pretty hard story to say. Yeah, just it just didn't have any fuel in it, but what do you do? Um, <laughs> that's an interesting concept with a lighter vehicle because I know when we were using the flat straps back in the day, um, you would always, you know, with a full-size truck, you would always, you know, these Jeep guys would come up and be like, dude, it's not even worth the time hooking it up because you're not going to pull this five, 6,000-pound truck out of a hole with that. Right. But with that strap, you probably could have. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I mean, energy. depending on like like really really deep thick mud could still struggle with a lighter vehicle, but you know it's it's definitely uh, well uh, you know Fred CJ7 weighs significantly more than my Samurai, and I can I've popped him out a few times. Hmm. That's crazy. So, I like it. That is so cool. You know, 
So with you guys' uh, synthetic winch lines, now I just picked one up and put it on Loki uh, here recently, and I haven't got a chance to use it yet, but it looks awesome there. <laughs> <laughs> I know that much. And, uh, no, I promise it'll do more than look good. It'll do more than look good. That's good. That's We're the key. Find out. Yeah. Yep. We need to, so I put it on the other day in the garage and I, um, I had to charge my battery up cause it was dead, but I charged the battery up and I spooled it onto the winch and in the garage, obviously I couldn't get a good proper pretension on it. What do you guys recommend mm-hmm. when spooling up a new winch line like that? What do you guys recommend? Like, how, What's your method of putting it on there so that, you know, it's spooled nice and tight? You know, do you use one guy or two guys or, you know, what do you do? Uh, I, I I can spool one by myself um, with a, if I have a hill. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't have a hill, I'll need a second person because I usually use. Um, so this last time I, I did it in my driveway when I swapped from my black crawler rope to my orange one, um, cause I changed up my theme and, you know, I have access to a couple of ropes. <laughs> when you own a rope company, but, you just uh, change your rope. <laughs> I, I, didn't have a hill. I didn't have a hill. So what I did was I actually hooked the samurai, I hooked the winch rope up to my Ram mm-hmm. and I had the wipe sit in the Ram, just keep the steering wheel straight with the truck in neutral. And I sat in the samurai, of course, with the winch controller and I just, Hold the truck towards me, um, and let it. I, I did the first five or six rope wraps, and, mm-hmm. and how many wraps you're supposed to do is really kind of up to you and your barrel. Some barrels are slightly different. I, I went. I can't remember if it was five or six, but I went five or six wraps. Um, first, just by hand, just to get it start moving yeah. or running. Um, and then, like I said, I just drug my truck towards it. And that put it under a decent amount of pretension. Um, now, if you if you do take it out and use it, and it and you're just in the woods, you know you're not going to sit and plug a trail while you re pretension your rope. So usually you'll just run it in real quick and then come home, spool it out, wash it if need be, you know, and then do your same process where you pretension so if you've got a hill or, or anything like that you can just hook to something stationary and pull yourself up the hill um if you don't you know you can hook to if you if you have enough length you can hook to another vehicle um yeah yeah that sounds awesome you said uh that you bring it home after wheeling it and you wash the rope what's your method of washing the rope do you unspool it and throw it in a five gallon bucket not all the way unspool it but unspool it as far as you've used it and then drop that in a five gallon bucket or what's you, what do you guys do? Yeah, pretty much uh Dawn dish soap. Okay. Water. And, um, and then, so the, so basically the same procedure for the synthetic winch line as it is for the kinetic rope. And we can say five gallon bucket, but really it's whatever trough or bucket you can use that's big enough. Right. You can say, yeah. You know, so like a 30 right. foot, inch and a quarter kinetic rope is not going to fit in a five gallon bucket really but you know maybe you uh, use inch and a kiddie quarter. pool that's a big rope yeah <laughs> i got my <laughs> i got my kiddie pool out so i could wash my rope off now you guys kinetic ropes have a um they're like coated I they're believe. coated yeah yeah that's the word i was looking but for. you still need to yeah, wash man. you still got to wash so it's just the ends that are coated then it's not the whole like rope correct the okay. ends are coated to protect against like trailer hitches or metal mm-hmm. D rings, whatever you're 
hooking to. There's there's a rubber coat, rubberized coating on the end, so that the end is protected when you're. Cause that's where all the force is going through. Mm-hmm. So if there by chance is maybe something sharp, it's a little more protected. Which makes sense. I just know that I've always heard that dirt. And, um, I mean, you get that fine gravel and crap stuck in the fibers of that winch rope or the kinetic rope, really any kind of synthetic rope like that. And that's one of the biggest things that when you pull on that, it almost like abrasively works against your whole concept. So that's why I think washing, it's very important. But I would also, I didn't ever really would have thought to unspool the entire, I mean, you don't have to take it completely off the drum, but I wouldn't have thought I would, you know, because some people probably just wash it off to car wash or with the pressure Mm -hmm. wash. They don't actually get those lower layers. I would, I would back mine off until I got to clean rope that I hadn't used on that trip or whatever and just throw it in a bucket there on the, right in front of the Jeep. Mm -hmm. That's what I would, that's my personal Hmm. thought. I would have never thought of that. Give her a gold, give her a good old scrubbing. (laughs) Like we did a we did a winter run a few weeks back and um, there was plenty of winching done <laughs> and um, but it was all snow you know mm-hmm. and there was there I mean we dug dug some holes down to some dirt most of it was frozen but we got a little bit of dirt but most of the winches after that I mean we're just covered in snow there's probably no point in really worrying about then you gotta go thaw it out. out and cleaning yeah. them <laughs> but it's you know if you get it if you're if you're using it in mud absolutely. You know, yeah. if it's dirty, clean it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would have never thought. I just rinsed mine off, to be honest. I've never actually like soaked it in a bucket. Right. I ordered one of you guys's. Yeah, because you actually want to, you, when you're washing it too, you want to kind of scrunch the rope up a little bit so that you allow the water to get inside inside the rope, so to speak. That would make sense. So that you're actually cleaning out the fibers and not just cleaning the outside. The things you learn when you talk to the professionals. You're the people that own the own a company yeah. that deals in rope. Yep. <laughs> you definitely learn a few things. Which is nice. Absolutely. So you guys sell kinetic ropes, soft shackles. You sell uh, winch, you know, winch, you know, synthetic winch ropes. Uh, what else do you guys sell? Yep. What other cool products can we get from Crawler Off-Road? Oh, we got spare leads, we got snatch blocks, uh, we got hooks for the end of the winch rope if you need them. Um, trailer hitches, regular hitches, uh, three-quarter inch D-rings, D-rings, pull you out. Uh, winch blankets, so if you yep. are running a steel cable or oh, man. if you're like crossing a road or something and you mm-hmm. want a bright ass, sorry, bright orange flag. <laughs> oh no this is an adult podcast you can say ass on here <laughs> okay. yeah i use fuck like a comma so we, we've got to qualify for explicit just based on my verbiage yeah. usually so but yeah especially when used in that context bright ass that is an yeah. actual word that's a definitely bright ass orange Excellent. That's but, is, is yeah. that what color you ordered, Ian? Bright ass orange. I didn't order one of those yeah. oh. because I just I don't know. Because you've already I'm got. A cheap, I'm a cheap ass, but um, I I don't know. The What'd problem I was I ordered a couple soft shackles. Okay. Because I'm a cheap ass. In bright ass orange. Yeah. Um. I I, I probably ordered an orange. <laughs> Why wouldn't I order? I order everything <laughs> in orange. It is bright ass orange. That's the same color I run on the Sammy. Yes. <laughs> I like orange. Yes. If nobody's figured that out. Yeah. If nobody's figured that yeah. out yet, all your when you're. Uh, 
business cards came in. I threw one of those on the table, and he's like, ooh, I like this business card. I like the orange. <laughs> yeah, orange and green are the two uh, two primary colors we chose. Fred likes the, the bright green, and I like the bright orange. So I ordered kind of bit- yeah, I ordered red because kind of the theme on Loki is a little bit of green and red. And uh, and when I showed up with the red soft shackle, some, one of the guys looked at me and was like, why'd you order red? I'm like, because the other day I had a bright green soft shackle from another company and I lost it in the sand. Like I didn't lose it in the sand. I lost it in like the snow and the and the dirt that was on the ground, like clay colored dirt. I'm like, it's neon green. Mm-hmm. How do you lose that? <laughs> <laughs> but, but sure enough, like it has a, it had a white, like, um, like a white sheath on it or something around it. Sort of. And it was a little bit dirty and it just blended right in. I'm like looking around, like where'd that thing go? And finally found it. I'm like, I'm ordering red. I want to be able to look out and be like, where is it? Oh, I see it. Now you got high, <laughs> higher quality products to that. You will locate better. Yes. That's what I like. Yep. Higher quality. There you go. And they got that Cordura on there and it's nice. Yeah. And black, that's so the contrast. one thing. So I want to talk about your, our, um, geez, I almost called them D rings. That would have been insulting. Uh, the soft <laughs> shackles. Uh, we were looking at them yesterday, last yesterday, last week. And, uh, I honestly have never seen a soft shackle come with that Cordura um, sleeve on the soft shackle. And I don't know, mm-hmm. I would assume if I had to bet a dollar, it's a cost thing. You know, a lot of companies probably don't really want to put the extra cost. Cause I don't know how expensive it is, but it's not free. So I don't know. I would obviously, uh, benefits are there, but I've never seen another one that has it. Yeah. I, uh, it's just something we, it's same, sort of the same principle behind the uh, coating on the end of the ropes and the, the Cordura sleeves on the winch lines. It's it's there to protect the rope from abrasive or sharp points. Um, just, an, just our attempt at helping to prevent the, how do I put, the uh, less educated from being able to destroy the product, more <laughs> yeah. protection it's got, the longer it's going to last you. Right. Yep. I know. I was right. I was behind that when I ordered the winch rope. That was one of the things that sold me as soon as I found you guys, and was looking at your products. I was like, this winch rope has got Cordura, not one piece, but two pieces. It's got one sewn on at the end of it, down by the hook, and then one yep. down by the well, and then another one that you could actually slide around if you wanted to. Yeah. I used mine on the mm-hmm. drum because I used I had a steel cable and the drum had some a little bit of cable um, like imprint on it from having cable on it for ten years. Cable rash. I would call it cable rash, but it's not it does, it's not like it ever moved. But yeah. it, you know it definitely it, imprinted. And so I was like, well, this you know help my cord my new synthetic cable stay nicer longer. I used the cordura down there. I guess if you were real good at it, you could probably. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> You might be able to find a guy that could polish it. If, to polish it, if maybe. Only yeah. we knew it. Oh, I definitely could have polished the drum. But I was actually going to say, I was like, if you were good enough, you could probably slide the Cordura off of there, slice it in half, and then use just what you needed on the drum. And then you have a third piece, basically, that you could slide up and down the rope. So I've always only seen ropes come with one. Yeah. And you play that happy. battle because I've always heard and, heat from the Winstrom. Yeah. Yep. Winstrom heat, yeah. and I mean, obviously the abrasion on the drum, yeah, but right. even if it's a fresh winch, it's still going to create probably a shitload more heat than you would probably bet on that winch drum, which is going to damage the rope. Yep. 
I'm not going to be planning on dragging mine around a tree. If I have to go around oh, a tree, will. nope. Yep. Negative. Watch it. I refuse. It's too nice and pretty. But <laughs> we know the guy that'll cut you a deal on another one. There you go. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's well, right. That's where snatch blocks come into place. Well, and that kind of touches back on that kind of going from the. Well, I'm, I like rope rash. That's kind of a cool term. So let's use rope that rash. cable rash. Either cable one. Rash. It sounds exciting. Let's call it cable rash. Cable rash. <laughs> so I've got a couple snatch blocks laying around that I've used over the years, and oh, that's another thing that like when you invest in synthetic products, I don't think people realize or even know. Maybe it's just lack of education that you need to take that that snatch block. And either throw it in the dumpster, give it to a buddy that's still running steel cable or whatever, but you can't run a snatch block that has run steel cable through it. You'll cut your rope, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. You at least should not, yes. It's not recommended. Not recommended. Yeah. Exactly. It may, it'll, it, it, it'll survive one or two times. I mean, no, no question if it's, if it's an emergency or, you know, you just absolutely have to. It'll survive. But it's not going to do the rope any favors. Usually, yep. the cost of the snatch block is much less than the cost of the rope. Yes, mm. you're better off to put to that than buying a second rope. Yep, that's kind of like my situation. I got as much of my rope and my fair lead as the winch is worth, which is saying a lot because <laughs> the rope and the fair lead are fairly inexpensive. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> kind of want to touch on that a little bit. Uh, not all winches are capable of handling a rope. Uh oh. Um, Yours is okay. Um, I well, Check mark. I'm going to assume it is because I I've ran a, I've ran a winch rope on a Harbor Freight. Yeah, that's essentially what mine is. No, I'm, I'm, I personally ran a synthetic rope on a Harbor Freight drum, and I, and I had I didn't have a problem with it. Um, cool. But what can happen is the cable cable cinches on itself, and mm-hmm. so you can you can get away with a thinner drum. Mm. And the rope cinches tighter on the drum. If it's a thin drum, it'll actually, it can, not will, can, this actually one crush the drum. Wow. I bet that looks cool. No doubt. Yeah, I bet that looks real cool. You got a picture of that? <laughs> I don't, actually. We could Photoshop one. Photoshop one. That, is, that does not count. <laughs> if you look at some of, the, some of the winches out there, you'll see that some of them are, you know, sold cable and some of them are sold rope. You know, mm-hmm. and now um, manufacturers are are I I think I, mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I think a lot of the winch manufacturers are making their drums capable of doing both, mm-hmm. strictly because people may want to change in the future. But if you do start like looking into some of the older ones, not every older winch is actually capable of handling a rope. That's interesting. Um, however, we we that's that's essentially your uh, it's up to your that's, that's up to you to decide right. if, well, you if know, you're going to run it or not. Right. So. You got one winch that you have that's that's technically not made for synthetic rope, but you throw it on a samurai. Like, are you really going to put enough weight on that line to, right. to hurt that drum? Maybe not. But if you throw it behind an 8,000-pound right. D-man rig. Yeah. Yeah. Weight plays a big key into that. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I just like the oh, fact yeah. that Absolutely. synthetic stuff's becoming popular. I mean, when we started out back in the, I can speak for myself and say we had a 30 foot flat toe strap or tow rope, whatever you want to call it. Like we talked about earlier, it was a thing. Nobody had winches. Uh, winches were obviously available, but we're like, hell with that. That's like five, $600. You can pick up a good winch for not that much money. 
And the problem with that is I think there's a lot of ignorance in the winch world of I bolted a winch on and now I'm going to go winch things. I'm like, man, take some time, educate yourself in the proper winching techniques. A lot of Jeep clubs and stuff like that do like winch and recovery like clinics, I think. That's mm-hmm. what I would call that. Yeah. But uh, and that's the kind of thing we're looking to bring here with this is a little bit more info on not only your product but a little bit of safer winch operation and stuff like that because yeah, you're pulling thousands of pounds with that winch line. So anybody can do it, but yeah. only certain people can do it safely. Nobody wants to take a steel cable to the leg. <laughs> oh God, that'll ruin your Sounds day. Terrible. Oh, absolutely not. Yes. Or. And then- there's nothing wrong with steel cable. I mean, steel cable has its place. So you it start talking about, you know, some of these military vehicles with 20, 30, 40,000 pound PTO winches. Mm-hmm. Man, I, ain't got, I, I don't have a rope big enough for that. Right. <laughs> to be honest, you know. Wait, you know, like what? But, a, and, and if you have cable, range? there's, there's nothing, nothing wrong with it. Just, just use the safety precautions. Use a winch blanket. Put your hood up when you're winching. Don't stand in line. Don't Put stand anywhere in, the, yeah, in mm-hmm. the crash pad, wow. you know. I've never thought about putting my hood up while winching. Uh, here's another one for you. Yeah, it, oh, yeah. It, it, may, it may save it from you. Yep. It may go through the hood. It may stop it. Wow. Yeah. It's definitely worth if you're going to use a cape. Some people do it even with synthetic. Now, synthetic doesn't carry anywhere near the, the uh, energy. Not even close. But some people still do it. Just because that was the habit they got into when they had their steel cable. Yep. But yeah, absolutely. If you're going to use wow. a winch uh, steel cable, there's nothing wrong with it. Just use the safety precautions. Put the hood up. Put a winch blanket on it. Stand out of the way. Yeah. Even even you with know. the rope, I mean, there's no such thing as overly safe. Yeah, definitely. Right. Right. Uh, here's another one for you is, uh, put your, you know, like back in the day you had your toolbox in the back of your pickup, you flip the lid on your toolbox up. If you're going to yank on somebody, cause you don't know if that ball is going to come off, if a shackle is going to break oh, yeah. or if that oh, rope comes oh, back. Yeah. So it's going to hit that lid of that window. toolbox instead oh. of coming through the window and hitting the back of the head. Huh? Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yep. <sighs> full size options. Yeah. Full size toolbox. <laughs> um, another one I've got is a uh, floor mat. Throw your floor mat with most people. I don't know. Some people, I guess, probably don't. But some people run floor mats in their rig. Mm-hmm. Um, throw your floor mat instead of a winch blanket if you don't have one or if a coat or something. something. I mean, it's better than nothing. Yep. Well, here's, yeah, I mean, you, you can yeah. absolutely substitute. I mean, use what you got around you. Yep. yep. When we were up on that winter run, we had a guy using a steel cable, and he was pulling full vehicle weight up a hill. He, was, he had, uh, if I remember correctly, broke. The front U joint on his Data 30, and I think he blew the locker on the 8.8 in the yeah. rear. Oh boy. So he was literally running two wheel drive, like one on each axle, and climbing a probably a 45 degree hill. I mean, we had. Okay. We had it a wasn't beat. even snow, it was ice. Yeah, there was a YJ with a six liter and tons on 40s that had to winch it, and you know, the ZJ was climbing it, and he had to end up winching it, and. We were we were actually caught because I don't obviously I don't carry a winch blanket. I have all synthetic. Fred has all synthetic. We don't carry winch blankets. We probably should. Um, yeah, but you should wrap our own shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're standing Fail. there, and I mean everybody was just sort of standing around watching, and I'm like, y'all need to back up. And I mean there were kids standing there. I'm like, everybody back up. And I took my car hard off, froze my nuts off, but I threw my car hard over the over the winch cable because at the very least it was something yeah you can yep. say shit you can't say nuts man yeah yeah <laughs> it was cold hopefully it didn't break but, you know whatever you got 
safety first always, man. Yep. Nobody wants to go out wheeling and not come back home from it. I mean, it happens, unfortunately, but that's obviously not the goal. So, I mean, if we can yep. do anything to help yeah, somebody with it. something stupid to happen. I yep. mean, broken parts are cool. It's but... preventable, absolutely. I see you guys have on your I'm, – I'm literally looking at your website right now. I see on your website you've got quarter-inch synthetic rope, winch rope. Is that more geared towards the UTV market, or is that Quad. for a small vehicle? Quads. Quads would be quarter inch, five sixteenths okay. would be more of your UTVs. Okay, um, I got maybe, you. Maybe some you might be able to use a quarter inch on some of the small by sides, or if you're only using it, like lift a winch on like a Ranger, mm-hmm. like a snowplow kind of thing. Yeah, okay. or, yeah, lift the winch, lift the snowplow with the winch on like a like a Ranger side by side. So you yeah, guys have all generally that. quarter inches quad, mm-hmm. five sixteenths is UTV side by side ish, and then three eighths would be most Jeeps. And we don't stock it, but we do have access to seven sixteenths, and I think even bigger than that. If you were to get into the fifteen to twenty thousand pound winch readings, that's yeah, what you're that means. Mm-hmm. Serious size, yeah, right. But you're also talking about a serious big rope, so you better have a big spool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was drum. I was rolling the three eighths onto my drum, and I'm like, is this gonna fit? <laughs> now, granted, I didn't have it pretensioned, but even still, I was looking, I was like. I hope this all fits on here, but it did. It fit no problem. It can be deceiving, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you're rolling on, they're like, uh, right. what's that's that? Why we 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 don't actually have them in full hundred foot lengths because most winches can't actually hold a hundred feet of rope. Yeah, because rope is a little bit bigger than cable. Now I see the, that does make weight. sense because right. I feel like I've never seen. Well, I'm just sure I've probably seen it, but I feel like eighty is a standard like synthetic. Nowadays. Length and yep. 100 is the standard, like steel, if you want to call it length. Like, yeah. yeah. Pretty close. Yep. We do have 95 foot ropes as well, but those are pushing Push most winch. Most winches are pushing capacity on a 95 right. foot. Yeah. And well, now, I, well, you I and I. Say, I, I go I ahead. I don't want to talk mm-hmm. much about other brands, but Warren's usually, usually can handle a little bit more rope than. Some of the some of the less expensive some of the, brands. yeah some of the winches so they had a little bit bigger spool um, capacity so to speak and that's pretty because they because they didn't Warren used to offer something like a hundred and twenty five or hundred and fifty foot cable on some of their I models so. or something I like that you know they had like, like they had a little more yeah they had a little more cable on them on some of their models I think um, it's one of the things that you and I were talking about um, Rick and I when I first started messaging about synthetic rope. And I was asking about, you know, do you have a hundred foot? Cause I've got a hundred foot now I want a hundred foot. And one of the things you said back to me was, why do you need a hundred feet? I'm like, what if it's further than that away? You're like, why don't you just order a winch extension or a flat strap or something like that? I'm like, you know, you make a valid point. <laughs> I could yeah. just get an extension. Yeah, most of the time you're, most of the time you're not actually pulling that full uh even that full 80 feet you may need that distance to get to the pull point but you're not actually stuck for the 80 feet you you pull yourself 10 15 20 feet and you usually pop out of wherever you're at mm-hmm. yeah right and if you are stuck for that full 80 feet then you pull out some more cable and hook to the next obstacle you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you're if you're literally stuck for that fifty feet, you better be careful what you're actually hooking to because there's a chance <laughs> right. you might yank the tree out too. Yeah, that's that'd be a bad deal. Um, what do you guys? <laughs> is there anything in you guys' future? Say 2020 here. 
um, that you guys have got planned for the company? Anything you guys got going on, new products or what have you? So we offer snatch blocks, the traditional snatch block uh-huh. with the, the two steel plates, the pulley and the bearing set up. Um, we are currently, actually right now, I'm working with multiple local machine shops trying to get our own version of the snatch ring, which is essentially a four-inch aluminum ring uh-huh. that weighs about a third of the weight of a snatch block. Yeah. At least that light. Um, you would you basically just loop it through a soft shackle, and it is your snatch block, um, but it's, like I said, a third of the weight for people that are concerned with how much weight of gear they're carrying. Right. Same strength, much smaller. But you can, you, yeah, you can only use it with synthetic because obviously yes. being aluminum, yeah. the steel cable will tear it up. Yep. Yeah, um, that, again, you could probably do it once or twice, but it's not something I would recommend prolonged yeah. usage of with a steel cable. It's an emergency, you could do it, but you're not going to want to throw it yeah. away because you put a cable on it. Yeah. So you guys going to call that a top so, ring? Uh, T.O.P.? Actually, I think we're going to... Total Off-Road Podcast sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, hell no, we're not using that. <laughs> we want to sell these. We don't want them on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're we're I'm still I'm still shopping around, so to speak, trying to find a shop that's that's uh, trying to make a willing to work with us at a good price. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, we we try to we try to gear all of our products to be 200% safe, but we also want to be we, we're budget minded because I mean we yeah. have a budget ourselves. Right, I mean, affordability is trying key. to be that every you know, man's company. You know, we. <laughs> We build our own stuff. We we yeah. have budgets. We understand, and so we try to gear everything towards that. Right, want to be a good product at a good price, and let everybody have the option, so to speak. Right. Hey, and if it's the right price, I'll buy two instead of one. Right. <laughs> that's why. That's why I bought both. We well, a- don't need to, but we're not going to stop you. I've, I've had people tell me, you know, hey, your stuff looks cool, but I'm I'm just a I'm a name brand guy. I'm going to go buy a Warren. Oh yeah. and I'm like, cool, go spend four hundred dollars, man. No that's problem. all you. It's your yep. money. Do what you want to do. But yep. you know, you can buy. You I can buy. I was looking for a winch rope for mine. I wasn't spending four hundred dollars on a Warren rope. All that's right. actually how we ended up finding the company was looking for a rope. Yeah, I really? actually bought a trawling rope from the yep. previous owner. Was the. Uh, was the rope company local to you guys or Michigan based at that point? Yep. Okay. Yeah, Michigan based. Yeah, yeah cool. about a half hour north of where I'm at right now. Oh, yeah, okay. So it didn't move very far. That's awesome. Yeah, we're always we're always looking to expand. Like you said, with the rings and stuff, I mean, it's just, uh, for us at this point, it's just one product at a time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially being within the first year, you can't, oh, you know, you yeah. can't grow too fast because that's, you know, also detrimental to a company too. So, yep. You got to grow with with the demand, you know, of the product. If there's not a big demand of winch extensions, then that's not a real good product to throw money into. When you can throw money into something else and make it better, or exactly. you know, whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's yep. that's awesome. And I, I almost like said, said super we, awesome. We are in our first year, so we're uh, we're still doing research and stuff into what we do want to, what roads we want to go down to, and what's viable and what isn't. Yep. You know. Well, I'm excited to be kind of partnered. You know, we say partnered up with you guys, but mostly just because you guys have been nothing but friendly since day one uh, when I messaged you, and that means a lot to me. Customer service is key. I don't care if you got a crap product or a the best product on the planet. If your customer service isn't awesome, then I'm out. 
like I'm not a fan. Especially, <laughs> yep, especially in this and, industry. And that's really yeah. how we try to be. I mean, dude, we're just we're a couple wheelers that don't have big budgets ourselves. Yeah. I mean, we're just every man's we're company for the same guys in the same boat. I yep. Mean, you know, yeah, you like the industry much, you're in. Get an email and we'll get back to you with whatever we can. You know, right. Yep, that means a lot, and we really appreciate that. And so that's one of the reasons, you know, that we kind of um, one of the re- that's the reason I bought from you guys. And then uh, we appreciate it. We're we're excited to get you guys um, on board, and then also just get your name out there more. You know, get get more synthetic ropes in everybody's hands so that everybody's a little bit safer on trail. And when I go to spool out some guy's winch, I don't walk up to a cable. I'm like, great, I'll be right back. I gotta go grab my gloves. We have all been there where <laughs> this guy has buried his shit and like his rat nest ass steel, steel cable, cable. And you're like, oh, dude, it, it, just leave the shit here and go home. Like literally <laughs> just walk your ass to the parking yeah, lot. But is the title here? Is the title, just sign the title and leave it on the yeah. head. You're like this guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. If you're that guy listening, crawl her off road. Like crawl off road. Damn, bro. So affordable. It's crazy affordable. It is especially with yeah. a discount code. At least that's how I feel about it. You're buying from a for me, you're not buying something off of Amazon, you yeah. know. This is a company that you can call and talk to, know who you're getting it from, you know, they're standing behind their product and you're still getting it at an awesomely affordable price. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we don't uh, we don't we don't have our cell phone numbers on the website because we don't want to be bombarded with sales calls. Yeah. We'd rather use the website. Mm-hmm. But if you send us an email and have a legitimate question, we'll have, we absolutely will send you our phone number and you ask us, you know, just please call us. We'll, we want to talk to you. We want to know what the yeah. problem is and we want to make it right. We'll talk to you or anything. I mean, you know, right. It's just, yeah. uh, it's just all the, the spam callers. And then obviously not wanting to, you know, I, we do have, we both have day jobs too. Uh, and unfortunately right now, so from, you know, from eight to five, I, I can't be answering my personal cell phone, making, making sales call or sales, sales orders. Yeah. Sales orders. I'd like to be, but. Right. Wouldn't we all? Yes. Just sitting there waiting for the phone to ring. Like who's going to call me today and order a rope. Double dip. <laughs> right. Exactly. right? So I've, I've also put a lot of, I've put a lot of time into, into hopefully making the website as user friendly as I can get it and, and as, un, and as easily understood as I can make it. Right. And with everything we got, I mean, we keep trying to improve upon it and by any means, if you, if you look at your site and stuff doesn't make sense or you got a question or an issue, just throw an email on there and we'll go through it and we'll try to make it better if you can. Yeah. Absolutely. I was going to say, I was actually just getting ready to say that when I ordered my stuff, uh, the website, it was very like, I don't know. You go on some websites and there's like crap popping up and it's Mm -hmm. a pain in the ass with the drop down menus and stuff. It was very simple, which I like. It's not like you try to be very intuitive. Yeah. You don't have to like your website's not going to necessarily sell the product. The product's going to sell itself. So just give me a nice, simple. I did on my phone, too. So I was like a nice, simple, quick. Here's my checkout. Saves my info. You can make it a quick little account. So it saves your shipping info and stuff. It was super, super quick, easy, which is beautiful in this time but yeah i mean honestly when we made it we we made it to what made sense for us and hopefully if it made sense for us it does everybody else yeah right yep and it also does it's pretty cool because it it knows whether you're on a, la- a computer a phone or a tablet and it'll actually it changes all the aspects ratios and everything for us it's pretty cool 
which is why it worked because I've been on it on my computer and my phone. So that's why both of them, you know, it works flawlessly. But mm-hmm. the only other thing yeah, I was I've, excited about was that there I've was like 19 colors. Get them on your phone, you can't see nothing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Full yeah. web version on a phone, that don't work. Yeah, you got to have... It's painful. Yeah, and you got to have a good boot. At this day and age, if your mobile side of your website is not up to par, then... You know, you're already behind. Yep. But no, you guys' works flawlessly exactly. on mobile. I didn't have any trouble at all getting where I needed, when I need, you know, what I needed. Everything was where it was supposed to be on the website, as far as I was concerned. And um, yeah, like I said, you guys is it worked out well. Um, trying to think of anything. Right here, thank you. Yeah. Ian, you got anything else to add to that? Nope. I've checked no? all my lists. You've checked all your lists. I'm just excited <laughs> to get my products. Thanks, guys, for calling yeah. in. We appreciate it. And we super awesome to hear all that information about uh synthetic recovery gear and we look forward to more stuff from you guys in the future probably have you back on the podcast Absolutely. at some point if you guys never got any other questions let us know man. Yeah, we'd, we'll we'd do love it. to be on more we'll send out yeah. any any of our listeners that want affordable recovery affordable quality recovery gear uh we'll send them your way you know that's for sure so absolutely thanks absolutely. guys yep. I that. you guys take care up there Thank stay you. warm yeah, yeah. Okay. No, all right. You guys too. I mean, you're a little warmer than us, but uh, you yeah. guys too. Yeah, not a little bit. So, all right. We'll see you guys. A little bit. All right. All right. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Wow, that was cool info. That was cool info. Yep. I was. That was awesome to talk to them about all the synthetic and the different parts of the like the how that works in general. I'm excited to be partnered with them. Um. The nice thing I get from them is they're just like us. They're just a couple guys yep. having fun, doing some shit. And oh, by the way, they sell you some synthetic off-road products. Yep. So Rick's got a Samurai and Fred's got a CJ on 42s. I love me some Sammies, though. Um, like, dude, it's on 40-inch pit bulls. I know. I'm this a fan. crazy. I'm a fan. <laughs> I am, too. Um, yeah. I love awesome. me. I got me like a soft spot for Sammy's. I don't know why. Never owned one. Always wanted one. Maybe yeah. that's the lure of it. You always want it, but you never had it. Uh, Matt had one and loved it, but then it was too small for him and he wasn't going to turn it into a trail rig. Mm-hmm. So then he ended up selling it. I want to build a. Oh, what? This goes down a rabbit hole. Okay. I want to build. <laughs> I have the engine. It is uh-huh. a 47 horsepower Kubota three cylinder diesel. Wait, you have the engine? Yeah, well, you got to start in somewhere. mind or you. No, it's on a pallet. You have shrink wrapped. Oh my God. Ready to roll. I love this. So it makes 47 horsepower. Yes, that's all you need because it's a diesel. Put a turbo, little tiny little turbo on it. Oh, it doesn't come with that. No turbo. It's, okay. It's NA at 47 horsepower. How much tuning would that require, you think? I don't know, but oh. it's a Kubota, so there's got to be a thing. There's got to be somebody somewhere. So everybody doing the swaps, I don't remember the engine numbers off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up. I should have looked it up, but I didn't plan on revealing these deets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just a Sammy, Sammy and off-road products, dream. and here we go. Sammy dream. So, um, so the engine that most people use blank, whatever that number is, is off of like a semi reefer. It's a four mm-hmm. cylinder. Yeah. It makes like 68 horse, right? Mm-hmm. That is the go-to like Kubota swap everything in the world, right? Like, yeah. So if you're going to do like a 801 or if you want to put yeah. a Kubota diesel in an S10 pickup, oh really? you'd use this. If you oh, want to really? put it in a crawler or whatever. So the company that makes all these products and I can't even think of it. They make all these transmission adapters. They go uh, to whatever transmission you want. It's not just like uh It's just a billet yeah. plate, like an adapter plate. Mm-hmm. 
but it's like five, six hundred bucks. But guys were building Still. their own, which is kind of cool. But it's only 68, I think, horsepower. Mm-hmm. So if I had a little turbo to this thing, I'll be up in the 50s and 60s. No Easy, problem. I would think. Which is going to be plenty out mm-hmm. of a little torquey little diesel. I want to put that in a tube chassis Samurai buggy. Yes, on 43-inch stickies. Probably a, I would say, I was going to say 38, but probably a 40-inch 40. tire. Mm-hmm. I want to do Fab 9s or some kind of like yeah. a 9-inch, something like that. Probably. Um, but just a light, like I'm talking light as shit, mm-hmm. like 32, 3, pounds or less. Yep. Stretched wheelbase, length low. front and rear, low as shit. Little, almost like a rock crawler, like a I'm true rock just crawler. Listening to this. I've got the engine. I want to do it. I got to finish one buggy first. Okay. But Get to work. I want to do, I want to build my own flex or my own adapter. Okay. That's my caveat to Why? this whole deal. Cause it's going to be cool. It's like building a steer 14. What transmission you put behind it? I don't know. Toyota is my, I, because I, I think tried and true, Toyota yeah. will hold the power. I think uh, a manual Toyota, like yep. an, like, like an AW4 or whatever. I don't know. Your too options your boxes behind Oh, that. yeah. You can, you can double all the things. Is it, I don't know. I, I don't know what those are. It's a, uh, you did talk to the guys over there at, uh, at, um, Snail Trail. Snail Trails. They knows all the time. I need to start listening to their Toyota transmission stuff, but there, I'm a ways there. out from that. Oh, my gosh. But that's my next plan. I can't keep up. That's my next build problem. Yep. Yep. So anyway, now that we totally, I totally fucked up the entire (laughs) podcast. wasn't in the notes at all. No, um, (laughs) I apologize. But anyway, getting back on topic, um, don't forget the discount code, 10% off with Loki, L-O-W-K-E-E, Crawler Off-Road. A couple guys, badass people, partnered with a couple other badasses. Um, I don't have that sound effect. We'll get there. Okay. We need to buy a drum set. <laughs> a drum <laughs> it's going to end set. well. We got to get the true authentic sound. Oh, yeah. We need a drummer in the corner. Nice. Apply with him. Get sticky. Yeah. Oh, he's a dude. He's a guitar guy. He could probably whack a cymbal, though. I mean, I don't know. I apologize. Sticky bandit. I do not know the technical term for I swear to God, he's probably pissed now. It is not whack a cymbal. It sounded right, but I'm sure like the whack a simple game. That's like walking up to a professional drummer and be like, "Hey, do you whack on?" Like, oh god, you get in a bar fight for less. Shit, my oh, bad. Wonderful. I just pissed off everybody who drums or wants to drum or plays drums or knows a drummer. Just got All mad. Right. We're on tangent. Back on topic twice. The end of the episode is just getting all all over the place, all squirrely. Yeah, it went to shit. Uh, is this the last call? This is the last call. Last call. So today we're not drinking a beer because I am just slightly under the weather. I also have, I need to get some good stock replenished. You do need to. Yeah, we're going to work on that. We got a couple listeners that have sent us some fundage for a brewski. Yep. We're going to so bring them something good. We need to go. Bring them um, something good to the table. We need to go shopping. You and I need to get together and go shopping for one. We could do a video a with that. Oh, that'd be sweet. We'll take you shopping beer with us. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. Show you the. Because I bet, as fucked up as the world is, yeah. that Benny's for us, which yeah. is the local go to like beer aisles, mm-hmm. I bet that's not a thing everywhere. I bet you're right. So and I then bet also some if we people. Get under the tux, yeah, I bet some you know. people really enjoy craft beer and can't just drive three minutes to a Benny's and have just phenomenal stock. So this is true. We'll take you shopping with us. We should get them to sponsor us. Oh shit. Sweet. 
That'd be great. Anyway, uh, since we're not drinking a beer, I'm going to tell you guys about one of my, a beer that I really like, and it's out of St. Louis, Missouri. Well, in that area. Anyway, I think it's St. Louis. It's in the, not maybe not St. Louis proper, but either way, it's Heavy Riff Brewing. And the beer that I love from them is like one of their staples, and it's the Velvet Underbrown. It is a lactose brown ale. Uh, it drinks like a stout. Hmm. No, it drinks like a brown ale and tastes like a stout hmm. because the lactose gives it so that you thick can body and just drink oh, more of it. Oh, dude, it's so good. They sell it here locally um, at one of the places at Big uh, Big Big Grove. Big, Big Grove. Tavern. Big Grove. Yep. You can get it there, Big Grove. It's so good. I, I love it. It's my like go-to. You have ordered one of those. Show once have. There before. If I'm in that restaurant, you know that's what I'm drinking. Okay. They Every got some time. killer chocolate cake too. Oh, if anybody yeah. local wants, <laughs> anybody local wants take to take me out to dinner or whatever. <laughs> it's really good. Cake. But anyway, Velvet Heavy Riff Brewing and their Velvet Underbrown. We'll have to try to find some of it in the store. I don't. Surely I, somebody in St. Louis, hint hint, can find Skiff? us. Skiff is it? Skiff distributing. Yep. Um, they have it. Okay. I don't know if they're selling it to any, I don't know if anybody around here is distributing is like locally is selling it in cans yeah. or anything or bottles or whatever to the internets. We'll figure it I out. I should look that up again. I checked a while back and it was not available. It might be now, but either way, that's your beer of the day. Dun, dun, dun. All right, let's read some reviews from Apple podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Got a new one here. It's from, I don't even know how to say this. It's, You're gonna say it wrong. That's a given. There's no way. Yeah, because I don't know what. Yeah, it's P R A N G E L D C. I don't know. I have to see it. Prangelic. Prangelic. I don't know. It's probably something really easy, and I don't even know. I can't. I can't decipher it. I'm bad at that. We cannot say that, but we appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yep. And it's via Apple Podcast. He says, uh, "Great podcast" is the title of it, and it says, "Quality podcast and engaging topics. Good work, fellas." We appreciate that. Thank you so much. Kudos, Kudos. for the nice words. Yeah, we we do appreciate the hey, nice words. We appreciate guys, the nice not or the not nice ones too. To be honest, if you guys want to leave a uh, rate, if you guys want to rate and review the podcast, uh, we will read your reviews. What's another good one down here? There was a couple that we didn't get in last week that were down here. Um. Here's one here. WV Racer. Did I read this last time? I don't remember reading it again. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's awesome listening to two average guys who have built and who are building killer rigs. Keep the episodes coming, guys. It must really, mean that you are building yours and I've built mine. Well, we. Is we, that how that means? They're already built and we're still <laughs> continuing to build them. Yeah, I'm, the, exactly I'm on the building phase of mine. Uh, here's one from a while back. I don't think we ever did this one. This is one of the, this is our first uh, review from Maximus Maximum Max Max. I think we all know who that is from Mike and Max's Off Road Podcast. Triple Max. Triple Max with KJ one ton ton KJ. His trumps yours though. That's the best oh, part, dude. His way trumps mine. His trumps the K or the XJ. You know what you should do though? What's that? Cut the back off like he did. Yeah. Oh my god. Fuck the one tons. Uh, yeah, it doesn't need one tons. Yeah. Fab nines. Um, no, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I think step one, cut the, cut the roof <laughs> off. the first step. Yes. Let's do it. It definitely makes it look better. God, I think it looks badass. So Max, Max said, after hearing the sneak peek, can't wait to check out all the episodes to come. Thanks, Max. Appreciate you. Our inspiration. Our inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Helped us they out. Were, uh, the Mike and Max Off-Road Podcast is the first off-road podcast I ever found. 
first one I started listening to after you told me about it. Yep. Started so. they started this whole clusterfuck we call a <laughs> podcast. So gee, thanks, thanks. fellas. <laughs> it's great. Look at what you've done. You've totally fucked our lives up. <laughs> we appreciate you taking out an entire yeah, day. Clearly, easy, easy twenty four uh, hours a week out of our lives. As everyone has known, we have fuck up our own shit enough. I hope they still so. listen to it. Otherwise, it's not even worth it. Uh, <laughs> then we're just two idiots talking about fucking shit up Mike, to each Mike, other. Max, this this is for you guys. It's all for you. Nobody else. <laughs> I want to know why Mike you. hasn't left one yet. He's busy. He's Let's, busy. He's busy editing watch, their podcast. Do you watch? Uh, do you watch any of Ed, Ed Bassmaster? Nope. He's got the. He's got the one guy's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't watch that? Nope. I'll show you some here in a little bit. I'll watch the video. It's the best. I can't remember his name, but it's a Ronnie's at Ronnie. It might be Ronnie something. I've probably seen it's it. It's wonderful. People do that shit all the time. They're like, "Have you seen this?" I'm like, "Never heard of her." And they show me the video. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I've seen that." Oh, yeah, I've seen this that. morning, my wife did the same thing. Oh, you know that cat meme? And I'm like, no, no, I've never seen a cat, fucking cat meme. What the fuck are you talking about? She's like, yeah, the cat sitting at the table. I'm like, dude, I have not seen a cat sitting at a table meme. Yeah, it's the little white stupid ass cat that's like on every meme. Uh-huh. That's what she was oh, talking about. Yeah, I was okay. like, well, no shit, I've seen this one. She's like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, oh, that's my bad. You gave too much detail. Yeah, I was like, I didn't really, I don't know. And then we got a handwritten letter. Personalized. Personalized. Stephen Ian. Thanks for the podcast. Great info and interviews. XL shirt, please. And if I win a beer, if I win a glass, beer Andy would be awesome. Listen to Snail Trail 4x4 episode 32 or 31 and 32 for a while on the name at Sierra Crawler. Thanks, yeah, Sierra Crawler. Appreciate it. I assume um, Andy. Yep. I've got to go listen. I don't know. Fuck, maybe his name's not Andy, man. That's what <laughs> we got to go find out. I don't know. It's James. <laughs> I, hey, maybe it's maybe it's not Andy. Maybe that's maybe the whole joke. That's his nickname. I Beer Andy. I gotta go listen to two, not one, two, <laughs> two episodes of Snail Trail. This better be a damn good story to warrant <laughs> two episodes because I know their episodes are long as shit. <laughs> and I what, he didn't sure as hell didn't give us like a thirty-two second you know yeah. blip it to go listen to. No, that's like no, four hours sure of yeah. content to go listen to. All to uh, find I out think, the guy's name's Bob and they called him wrong name one time or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> On two episodes. Twice, yeah. Twice. Oh, they did it the same thing twice. <laughs> this better be like this better be an epic story. Oh, it's great. Uh maybe it is an epic story. No, I think in episode thirty one and thirty two, I think you're safe because um I think that's back when they were still doing like one hour podcasts oh. and it wasn't like as long as they are now. They just got so much content. Like it's it's a crazy amount. Like they have so many things that they need to like that they've lined out for the podcast to talk about. That's how ours would go. Art, we end oh, up we with over just... an hour with three bullet yeah, points. With three... <laughs> it goes to shit real quick. All of the tangents. Huh. Every well, tangent. Welcome to off road. Uh, Every campfire great. around an off road park will end up the same way. Yep. Talk about the full spectrum of life. And nobody knows how you got on that topic. What the hell was I talking about? Nothing. You don't even know. Oh, crap. What'd you fuck up? I just looked at the messages. So I messaged Jim over at Offroad Podcast. Yep. And was asking him their last episode they had with Dr. Deathwobble, or not last episode, the previous one. Okay. Um, they went up north with him on a trip up to, uh, I don't know. I UK saw that. They were like on a ferry or some yeah, shit with their truck yeah. and trailer. And I'm I like, fuck so that. They might have gone to Drummond Island, but I don't remember. Oh, I didn't really but pay way, much attention. Yeah, they went up there and, dude, they did some cool stuff. They're huh. always doing lots of cool stuff right now. Like yep. the winter wheeling up there is just I am so jealous. I don't want to hey, take my shit. No, when your shit gets done, no. we're doing it. <clears throat> All right, we'll load Loki up next year. Okay. You go with that? Yeah. All right, next year. We're coming for you my guys. My shit's not built for snow so wheeling like I messaged that. Jim because they were talking about Midland Radios. 
And they were talking about the uh, FRS and the, I'm going to mess this up. Yep. Yep. Why don't you just fuck it up real bad on purpose? The ABC, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Don't kind of fuck it up. Tyler's going to murder me. I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a phone call from Tyler. Um, do you know what you're talking about? Well, no. no, The if you have to ask, you should know the answer is no. <laughs> duh. Either way, uh, I hit him up and he was, and we kind of chit chat a little bit back and forth about radios. They were talking about, they had, uh, you, they were using Midland, the talker, I think it's the talker XT. Yeah. The Midland talker XT, which is a little handheld FRS, the yep. family radio service. So you don't need a license or anything like that for it. Uh-huh. But they said they were stretching out eight miles wow. up there, or roughly. That's what they're estimating, about eight miles, talking to, um, I think it was Dr. Deathwobble's dad. CBs are dad. gone. Uh, CBs are making their way out the door. Yeah. So for this event, the reason I brought this up, for the 20th, the uh, Winterfest, we have to have an FRS radio. Why? Because that's the only communication they're using. What? Yep. I think the, I think I have buy some, some that work. Okay, we'll check yours out, and if that's not good enough, then I'll go get some Midlands from a local retailer. Roger. Yep. So. Cool. That's the review section. That's it. Dun dun dun. Keep leaving us some reviews so we can have more content for this yeah, section. Yeah, do that. I want to shout you guys out. I want to give you guys a a little shout out for leaving us a rating and review. So if you could be so kind as to go over to wherever you can leave us a rating and review. And do that for us because it uh, spikes our numbers and also lets us know if we're fucking up every day, which we know we're doing, but we want to hear from you. We (laughs) we want confirmation of fuckery. (laughs) And yes, we're going to put that on a sticker. I like that. Hold on. I write fuckery confirmation. Confirmation of fuckery. Uh, Coming up uh, is the North American XJ Association Winterfest. 2020 their 20th anniversary um of it so it means they started in 2000 they better have some cool t-shirts i'm gonna buy a cool t-shirt that'd be cool i hope they do 20th anniversary i should hit up mac and see if he does i'm sure they're gonna have t-shirts soon Hmm. i like anniversary t-shirts it makes you feel special 20th yeah 20th anniversary right 20 is where it's at so that's march 7th at the badlands you own own an xj of course you would wear a fucking national xj association t-shirt like duh that's for me me i'm gonna be like the i'm gonna wear one of their (laughs) t-shirts and i do not own an xj that is the excitement that is the excitement you're you're right That's no shit you'd buy an XJ t-shirt. Like, <laughs> duh. That's like me wearing an orange t-shirt. Of course I'm wearing an orange t-shirt. But anyway, it's going to be a big ass event. It, I didn't realize it was going to have as many people there yeah, as, as what you're telling pre-registered me. Pre-registered 150. And I know a lot of people that are going that are not registered. That's insane. That don't have full size or that don't have XJs. Hmm. So uh, we're talking 200, 300 people it's in that park awesome. that day. It's going to be wild. It's going to be good. We got to leave early. We're going to do some stuff. We gotta leave early. Yeah, they open at eight thirty for us. Yep. So, well, uh, <laughs> I was our listeners know how good your shit is at getting on trailers <laughs> without a problem. So I should load it tomorrow. Holy <laughs> hell! Yeah, load it a week early and just park the fucking trailer there. Okay, it's there. Done. Now, now quick, don't break anything. Yeah, you just stop it. <laughs> stop stop it. leaking. We did uh, five thousand RPM burnout and it still was rolling around. So yeah, we did that before and then it pissed itself on the trailer. So. <laughs> What do you do, right? No, it coughed up a starter. Oh, God. <laughs> Low-key so. low fail seven is coming soon. 
I just feel like my shit box just wants to be a shit box. Hey, you're wheeling your shit box. Mine rolled out of the garage via winch. It's making so progress. Whatever. Making progress. Um, yeah, March 7th at the Badlands Off-Road Park in Attica, Indiana. Uh, if anybody listening to this hasn't decided they want to go and does want to go, do it. Be there. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll we be got there. some swag in the giveaway there for them. Yep. Um, that'll be yeah, cool. Yeah, their giveaway. We got a, we got a, they got a bunch of shit for that. Too. Item of swag. And buy me some raffle tickets. What else? Don't forget, you guys, check out the Instagram and the other socials because we're going to give away the second polished tumbler. Just re- revisiting that. Pine um, glasses. Giving away glasses. five of them bad boys, too. Yeah, with the swag packs. Yep, those are going to so, be done the 8th, and then we're in, shipping them out. Yeah, so uh, this Sunday for you guys, a uh, week from today for for a recording, but yep. this Sunday will be the end of it at midnight. We'll end the swag pack sales. So if you're interested in getting one, hop on that, shoot us a message. We'll set you up with a swag pack and entries into winning the pint glass or yeah, the pint glasses. Yep, five of them. Five of nice. Well, what else? That's all I got. That's it. Done. We're gonna wrap this one up. Yep. Cool. All right. Everyone, uh, go check us out on the social medias. You can check out this podcast on YouTube and my new videos that I put that Ian and better posted up at this point. I promise the listeners I will do this. Okay, so we got one video tire grooving and the other video is just low-key pulling out of the garage, doing a burnout, and just kind of doing some road time. Wheeling videos. Coming soon. Yep. Next week, probably. Yeah. Be my guess. We're going to start dumping some content up on YouTube, even if it's like 30-second videos. At least it gives you something to look at. Yeah, at least something to go check out. So we're going to be trying to get more content up on the YouTube. Um, you can find us at, on Instagram at total underscore off-road underscore podcast. You can find us on TikTok under the same thing, total underscore off-road underscore podcast. You can find me on my personal page at low underscore K-E-E underscore X-J. You can find Ian at off-road underscore Ian. And we'll catch you on the trail. 